Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oldie but a goodie. Good one. Oldie but a goodie. I uh, like it. Anyway. Let's, let's get started. <laughs> Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim and it's good to be here. It is good to be here, Tim. It's good to be here, Dan. You're very chipper this morning. Yeah, I had two coffees. So, <laughs> you had two coffees. Yeah, I have. No wonder you're chipper. <laughs> One of them was a piccolo. You know ah, the piccolo? Yeah, I'm more of a fan of a Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Just a real super saiyan of a coffee. Piccolo can regrow limbs though. So, mm. you know, he, he lost an arm and just... Mm. Like with a lot of effort. There was a lot of veins a lot popping of, out of his head. <laughs> there's a lot of strain <laughs> on his face. <laughs> And then just got them blasted off again. Yeah. Because he's quite weak. Classic Piccolo. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Piccolo. Uh, yeah. Welcome, everybody. It is good to have you here with us today. Um, we're what, actually, are, what are we looking at today, Dan? We're going to be talking about some more updates to JobKeeper and also the New South Wales grant. We're going to go in a little bit more detail about that mm. just because I think it is a good topic. It was announced this week. People are going to want to know. As usual, they've announced it, the legislation hasn't passed, but they actually have a fair bit of detail. So I think it's going to be um, the specifics about how to apply, I imagine, will be very similar to what they currently are. Mm. So yeah, I think we'll dive into a bit of that in a second. But first, Pong date. Pong date, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for the Tim and Dan low, but let's, I know. Let's, let's dive into the Pong date. Look, I just want to say my performances so far have mm. been quite disappointing. Mm. I think the word I would describe is lackluster. <laughs> <laughs> I've become a bit of a whipping boy yeah. in the office. I'm losing to everyone. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you know, I hit the odd good shot, but let's be honest, I'm well bef below par. Yeah. To use a golf phrase. Yeah, well, it's it's also, it's funny because in golf, you're well above par. Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in the Tim and Dan line. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. so far, it's not been any proper competitive matches, although we do no. have a proper competitive table Yeah. now. Uh, ITTF. ITTF approved competition approved. grade competition table. Grade. But, um, but yeah, it is good to be back with the Pong. It is good to be back. I'm really enjoying it. I've been enjoying kicking your ass regularly <laughs> um, today, yesterday, both examples. Um, but what I am looking forward to most is to get this competition started when everyone's had a, a good warm-up. Yeah. Um, we're going to start with a, um, a purge comp, uh, which mm. we call the NAB, comp, uh, NAB Cup. It is the, <laughs> <laughs> the pre-season uh Pre-season tournament. Yeah, NAB sponsors us mm. uh, inadvertently. They don't know it, but uh, they don't know it. They but are they sponsoring do. a preseason comp, and then I'm looking forward to the NBA-style final series we're mm. going to have. That is a like big best change. Of three, five, and seven. Yeah, that is a really big change this uh, this season in in our tournament. Is mm -hmm. that we are going NBN-style playoffs? Yep. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right, Tim. Well, what, what is the Tim, Tim and Dan Low? Nice. Tim, how's your week? 
Pretty good. I played uh, golf with friend of the podcast, Leon Black, yeah, last I saw, Thursday. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Uh, Leon sent me a text at one point with a good shot of you hitting out of the water feature, <laughs> yeah. which was good. <laughs> it must be said, it was a tough day for golf. Yeah. Uh, it was windy. It rained almost half the time. It was mm. freezing cold. Mm. So on that particular one, Leon hit that into the water. I <laughs> see. So he didn't mention that. Uh, he didn't yeah. mention that. Mine went just past the water. So yeah. I was in the mud in front of it. Yeah. So I could still play the shot, which is good. Did you manage to hit it out? Like, I did. I had a pretty good shot. I was covered in mud well, after it. Yeah. Well, what did you hit with? I think I hit with an eight or a six. Right, so you went like a full line. You didn't. Yeah, I just it, went for it. I would have thought it would have been kind of like a sand wedge situation where like I hit through the mud to yeah. get to the. No. Just went for it, Dan. Maybe that was the wrong thing to do, but hey, it worked. Whatever so, works. So Leon got out to a very early lead. I bombed out a mm. lot of early holes and then I was catching up and uh, it came down to the last hole mm-hmm. and he beat me by one shot. Oh, so, yes. Nice. Good work, Leon. Good uh, work, Leon. You deserve those Canadian clubs that I bought after <laughs> the round. Mm, a delicious Canadian club. Mm. <laughs> How's your week been, Dan? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Um, Anything I new? I haven't played any golf. Um, How's your foot? Foot is actually improving. Uh, good. It's it's not better. Are we going to see an end to the, the sneens or? I don't know. I've come to enjoy the, the sneakers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've come no. to appreciate wearing a sneaker all around. And I was, I was talking to my, my grandpa about this the other day and... and he wears sneakers everywhere and, and he was telling me same reason I do because um, the podiatrist told him that he had to have some good shoes and yeah. orthotics in them and, and, and whatnot. I mean, granted, he and I have this in common and he is 90. <laughs> <laughs> but I see the value in it. It's obviously efficient. It's I guess, efficient. I guess it, it must work in some way, mm. shape or form. So Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean... I won't wear them to every meeting, mm. especially with a client that I feel maybe, you know, I, I already have a hoodie on. I feel like that's a lie, Dan, because I've not seen you wear any pair of shoes other than sneakers. <laughs> well, that's because it's currently mandated that I oh, have to wear the mandated. sneakers. Right. It's mandated. Okay. I see. Um, sneakers and mask. Yeah. Yeah. Sneakers, mask, keys and wallet when you're leaving, leaving the home. That is true. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, in Melbourne, it became... Big announcement, mandatory to wear masks. They have to wear masks. So if and then uh, Butler? No, that's, that's an AFL player. Yeah, but... The, um, who's the, the, the premier? Dan. Danny Boy. Richardson. Yeah. Something Dan, like that. Dan. Yeah, he said, uh, when you're leaving the home, keys, wallet, mask. Ness. Sneakers. And Dan, you also have to get sneakers. <laughs> 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 oh, on sneakers too. Mm. I ran 21 Ks in Sydney. Oh, wow. Weekend. Good work. So I get my Ks up. Sydney... Horrible place to run. <laughs> Very hilly. They do it. Very hilly. So hilly. Um, when I read the city to surf, which was only fourteen k's, I don't Solid remember. I don't remember how far the city, city to surf is, but yeah, I think that's about right. It's just like hill. Yeah. After hill. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like you get a lot of downhill, but that that ruins your legs. Yeah. And then by the time you recover your lungs on the downhill, you then get another uphill, mm. which is hard on your legs again. So. Yeah, uh, that 80Ks Bondi to Manly. It's going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be very tough. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the business update. I have a couple of business updates this week. I read a couple of articles cool. that I just want to read the headlines to you, Tim, and just um, tell me what you think. So okay, cool. this first one, this article came out before um, 
the announcements with JobKeeper. So it's okay. a bit outdated. Okay. Um, but it says top economists issues zombie job warning. Zombie job warning. Oh, yes. Now I know what this would be getting at for yeah. sure. So that's, that's interesting. So it's saying that the economists are worried that when JobKeeper stops, there is mm. zombie jobs, which, yeah. which are essentially going to be uh, people who only have a job because of JobKeeper. Because of JobKeeper. Very true. Um, I even spoke to my cousin. He's, he's down in Melbourne. Mm. And um, yeah, he's currently working another job, but also on JobKeeper. Mm. And um, they essentially said to him, you can, you can either uh, accept a redundancy um, or you can stay on JobKeeper till it ends. Or, um, or if you want to stay on JobKeeper and then keep your work, um, then we need you to start working two days a week. <laughs> so this, that's a pretty strange raft of options. It is, yeah. And so, yeah, I had a bit of a chat with him about it. But that's an example of a zombie job. Yep. Uh, right now, that's great for my cousin. But uh, yeah, I can imagine a lot of people in a very strange situation. Yeah, so, so this is why when we'll get into this, the job keep was obviously being extended because there was that concern. Mm. And, and I, I guess the hope is that industries who aren't affected will continue as normal they don't you know the people mm. still have jobs people who are industries and jobs that are affected can can still have the job keeper until it gets to a point where their business is then yeah you know running on its own two legs again so yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get into that in a second but the second headline which i found really interesting um we haven't really um discussed you know the political uprisings as much around mm. the world you know you've got the black lives matter in the u.s yeah. and and before that, there was the whole issue in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. But but this article headline caught my attention. It says, Hong Kong residents are considering leaving. Here's how Australia's COVID-19 hit economy could benefit. Hey. And the thing about the, the main point in the article was that mm. a lot of people in Hong Kong uh, identify Australia yeah. as a top priority to move to wow. compared to a few others. And Australia actually issued... Um, a, a visa option for people in Hong Kong wow. to move here. Mm. So I guess the idea would be if over a period of time, Hong Kong and its position as a financial hub, yeah. um, if it starts to you know integrate into mainland China more and more, yeah. then that's probably not going to be there. Yeah. It, it'll move. Um, There'll be some restrictions on their life that they knew it. Exactly. As. So uh, people are saying that potentially if, if we offer a lot of these people visas, then mm. this could be a population boost in Australia and a jobs boost in Australia. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just an interesting that's thought. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. I like that. That's interesting. But they, I read the article on the same day, both mm. those. One of them was saying there's jobs that are about to disappear mm. and the other one saying we could boost the economy and create more jobs by bringing, by people, bringing in. people in. And it's mm. kind of like, yeah, it's just funny to see those two perspectives side by yeah. side. Yeah. There is some strange things happening in our economy. Uh, it depends what industry or sector you're in. Um, might even depend what business you're in. But, um, but yeah, I think, you know, we're even hearing other things like the government is um, giving incentives for overseas productions mm. to come to Australia. Yeah, we heard that. And we, I think we heard that there's a, a few big studios and things that are you know, moving film productions to this country because we're relatively low hit by mm. COVID. Um, yeah. They can still film and work and, and whatnot. And in the US, they basically wouldn't be able to. So yeah. 
Yeah, that's quite fascinating. There was a, an article uh, which I heard about recently as well from a client mm. who was talking, uh, the article was talking about the small business loans which the government announced. Mm. Um, the quarter of a million dollar ones, mm. 50% guaranteed by government. You had meant to, to pay really, over three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah six month pay, payment free window. Mm-hmm. Meant to be really easy for small business to get. And yeah. you know, we haven't seen anyone get them. I but, haven't seen uh, a single client. So something went wrong there. Either the banks weren't keen to risk 125 grand mm. potentially or um i'm sure that there'll be some big figure that the government say oh this was a great scheme you know uh we, you know there was there was 50 million dollars in lending or something yeah. like that but really if you if you nail that down that's it's you know lot. that's yeah not mm. that many <laughs> well apparently only fifteen thousand of these loans were actually um produced mm. from the program and in the article there was some uh, I guess discussion from the person I was speaking to's perspective that was a bit unfair, saying that uh, business owners and Australians weren't excited by the loans, mm. which is completely not true. <laughs> I mean, people, the conversations I was having, um, a lot of people wanted those loans, but you can only do it with the bank you're actually using. Mm. Banks wouldn't accept new customers. For yeah, them. right. And, um, and yeah, it just seemed like some banks were slower to react than others. And then I even heard that there was four banks selected by the government to be giving those loans out. And it's like, it was just, it was just political talk. Yeah, I, which, think, I think it was. And I think also the six-month holiday repayment is great. Quick mm, cash flow now, but also dangerous. to then have to pay that back over three years. So dangerous. Seemed yeah. like that was going to be a tough thing to sell if, if you're just borrowing 20 grand you could do that yeah if you're borrowing 250 for a small business yeah i mean i wouldn't recommend anyone borrow more than they can repay back but i think yeah. that might have been a factor as well yep yep totally agree um so yeah. yeah and that'll be interesting because when we say political hype well there's obviously a lot of that around JobKeeper 2.0 which we're mm-hmm. going to talk about at the uh yeah the main topic for mm-hmm. this podcast um, just off topic, I, I read a funny Batuta Advocate article oh, yes. nice. that was called Job Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> it was just tax breaks for boomers. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Uh, That's really good. Pretty funny. That's nice Um Tim, do you have a TARDIS tip? I do, actually. I, I just, Dan, before we hit record, as you hit record, yeah. I was looking at my phone hmm. and I found a bunch of things here. Uh, which are tight ass tips mm. that I forgot. Wow. That I forgot I had. Yeah, that tight ass that you just like, that is factored into your everyday life now. That's right. Mm. So uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. This, this could be a good one. Um, all right. So restrictions are lifted in some places mm-hmm. and you're able to start having parties. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people go a little bit overboard. When parties happen. Yeah. Right? The, and I actually heard of a party recently that um, they all got fined because oh, there was yeah. too many. So we're talking parties of 20 people or less, 10, yeah. 10 or less <laughs> in New South Wales now. Yeah. yeah. You should have 10 or less. But anyway. Mm. Um, all right. So if you're having a party, mm. uh, here's the tight ass tip. Mm-hmm. Make a list for your suppliers mm-hmm. and halve it. It, like food, like I mean, yes. if you're having a party and people are coming over and you think, I need to buy some cheese plates yes. and, and I need to yes. buy some drinks and things for people. Yes. Um, Plan out mm. your supplies. That could mm. be alcohol, drinks, snacks, whatever, mm. and have it. Yeah, because there is always wastage. Oh, yeah. You always get way too excited. Mm. You're like, 
I've got five people coming over. I'm going to get a bag of chips and five cheeses and five dips and mm. ten bottles of wine. What I do like and about that, though, you end up is opening I, them all. Yeah, I don't like that. I do like having leftovers at the end, though, that I then eat for the next couple of days. Well, this is true. So that is a good thing. Yeah. Or potentially, if you were speaking to someone who wants mm. to be healthy mm. and uh, potentially get fit, mm. that's a bad thing. Don't know who that would be. <laughs> um, so uh, make a list for your party, mm. plan it out, and then have it. Just be like, eh, I don't need this one, this one, or this one. Be, yeah. Just be like real, real strict on it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Then everything gets eaten. And there's no snack accidents for Dan. Yeah. He's coming around. I, I, I have another amendment. Okay. Uh, a classic Dan amendment. Cool. Yeah, I like, I like um, amendments. Now, this amendment is good for being a tight ass, not great if you're trying to stop wastage. Okay. 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 So, okay. your one stops wastage mm. and money spending. Mm-hmm. Assign snacks to the guests. Ooh, I like that. Well, actually, <laughs> that's, that's a really good one. So, you could still make the list and then... And then halve it. Yeah. And, and then, then assign, assign it. it. Yeah. Even better. Because you're saying, all right, everyone come over. Everyone bring some food. It's, you know, that's often said, oh, yep. just bring a side or a snack or whatever. And, and people bring bring food. Definitely. Um, but if you just say, hey, <clears throat> can you bring a cheese? Yeah. Bring one cheese. Can you please bring a packet of chips? Be specific with people. Yeah. And, well. and can you please bring one thing yeah. that you've decided on and then and yeah. then that's it exactly right we've all had those moments where we've bought too many mm. things mm-hmm. uh, especially if we're asked to like say bring cheese mm. if the person isn't specific and they're not like bring one cheese yeah you thought you know, right. I don't want to look like a tight ass here. yeah so I'm going to bring some uh, Mercy Valley cheddar <laughs> I'm going to bring some uh, some brie I'm going to bring yeah. some gouda yeah gouda yeah how good is gouda mm. yeah gouda is I'm not actually that big of a cheese guy to be honest yeah, yeah. Just a, I'm a plain, plain man. I like cheddar. What, what about camembert? No, I'm not a big fan of camembert. Jarlsberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I was at a pretty cool place over the weekend in Mossman. Mm. Very nice cheese wall. Ooh. Yeah. Huge. Harris Farmer's Market in Mossman. <laughs> yeah. Heaps of cheese. Wow. That's a great fun fact yeah. for all those in Mosman. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like... <laughs> It's interesting. Interesting to see how that compares to my local shops in Kalani Vale. Yeah. Not a lot of cheese. Not a lot of cheese Small there. Small little cheese section. No. Anyway. All right. Well, I think we should move on to our main topic. I turned that down because last mm. week it popped real loud. Too much. Too loud. Too much pop. Too much pop. So we're talking... It almost sounds like a ping pong ball hitting our new tiles. Yeah, it does, right? In the office here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so today, as we said at the beginning, we're going to be talking about JobKeeper 2.0 and the New South Wales uh, Small Business Support grants that are out there. Um, let's start with with the big news of the week, and that is the extension mm. of JobKeeper. Yeah. Now, this is being um, put out there as JobKeeper 2.0. Uh, it is the second version of it, but really there's actually kind of two extensions that are happening here. There's an extension from the end of September to the end of December, which you need to qualify for. Mm-hmm. And then if you still qualify, you then get the extension out to the end of March, which yep. is which is the full JobKeeper extension. So JobKeeper 2.0 is actually extending it from September to March. Mm. Now, we knew that in the legislation, there was the ability to extend it out to December if needed. And they've actually gone further than that. March. And they, they, they've pushed it out to March. But yeah. there is some significant changes to the structure and to the eligibility requirements. Mm. 
So in the first lot of JobKeeper, you had to qualify based on a one-month period, mm. either monthly or the quarter. It was up to you. Um, and if you had a reduction in revenue of 30% from the same month or the same quarter the year before, um, this is broadly speaking, this is the main test, mm -hmm. um, then you qualified for JobKeeper and you qualified for it until the end of the program. Yeah. So until the end of September, you had to qualify once. Yeah. So that meant, which I always thought was a bit unfair, that if you had a record month the next month and it just happened you were affected for mm -hmm. one month, you maintained the JobKeeper all yeah. the way to the end of September. Yeah, it's pretty hectic. Which I always thought was weird. I was like, you should probably have to re-qualify yeah. each month. A lot, a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. a lot of clients I've been speaking to have been yeah. very weirded out by that fact. Yeah. They're like, no, nah, can't be. I'm like, it is. Yeah, and, and we <laughs> ask, we're, believe, we're asking for, because you've got to give an estimate of the next month's turnover. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, it's not going to be reduced by 30%. Yeah. You're it's like, just, that's fine. It's, it's not a retest. Not yeah. down? <laughs> like, nope, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not a retest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's quite interesting. But what they've done now is you can actually, sorry, you can extend your JobKeeper. You have to reapply. You have to retest um, after September for the December quarter, but you need to demonstrate that you had a reduction in revenue in the June quarter and in the September quarter compared mm. to the same period last year. Mm. Now, I'm assuming there's going to be alternative tests for these things, the same way that there was for the original job keeper so you know if you're a new business this yeah. year you started in january then you're not going to have a comparison period so yeah. there's going to be different ways to calculate this but broadly speaking i imagine 30 percent reduction for most businesses for the june quarter and for the september quarter means you qualify for the december quarter yep. of job keeper mm. now we don't know the specifics i don't know if it's going to be it's a one month period within that each of those months or something like that i don't know exactly um yeah. but if it's quarterly, that actually makes it really easy to calculate because <laughs> it's just like, all right, well, this quarter and that quarter, mm. if you've got 30% reduction in both, great. You can get it for the next quarter. My gut feel is though, as well, a lot of people won't qualify. Yeah. I, I also imagine that there's going to be a lot of people currently registered and for I, JobKeeper that no longer qualify for it. And I hope that's the case as yeah. well because that means the economy is... Improving. Businesses are getting back onto their feet. So, exactly. so that's really good. But it, yeah. it, it also means that support is being targeted to the businesses and the industries that need it the most. Mm. So, yes, true, true, true. I like that. Yeah. So, so that's the retesting. But there's also a change to the actual amount yeah. that's being paid out too. Yeah. So just keeping with this December quarter again. So right now... For any eligible employee, they get uh, $1,500 a fortnight mm. for any eligible employee that is registered for JobKeeper. This is going to change and they're changing it in a number of ways. One, the amount changes, but two, the there's now two categories of employees. There's yep. full-time and there's part-time. Yep. And the way they qualify each is full-time is anyone who works more than 20 hours in the four weeks before the 1st of March per 2020 week. per week. Uh, and casual, uh, sorry, part-time is anyone who works less mm -hmm. than that. And there's a rate between each of them. So yep. if you're a full-time employee, and, and the reason they've done this is because a lot of people thought it was unfair that uh, an employee who normally earns 400 bucks a fortnight <laughs> mm. but did qualify for yeah. JobKeeper was suddenly getting 1,500 pay, pay yeah, per mm. fortnight. Um, so... What happens is in this uh, December quarter, it's going to be $1,200 a fortnight for the full-time employees. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be 
I believe it's 750 a fortnight yeah. for anyone else. Yeah. So that is a significant decrease for those casual employees, but mm. it should be roughly the right amount for their part-time wage, I'd imagine. So, yeah. see, so yeah. and it's still it's still really good for businesses to be getting some support, albeit less. Yeah, that's right. So um, we actually recorded a webinar this week as well around business recovery planning. Yeah, we did. And big part of that is getting ready for these reductions. Mm-hmm. So um, that's more that was more position from our accounting firm, Cats. Yep. Is up there. It's really weird doing that. I know, oh, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan and I just pointing around on the video that we're recording here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, go check it out. If if uh, if you haven't been making plans in this time when you you've got government support and funding behind you to be ready for when that's going to stop, we really, really, really strongly recommend that you think about it and and what it's yep. going to look like for your business when that happens. So. Yep. It's great that they're extending this. They are reducing the payments mm-hmm. uh, and, they're, and they're retesting. Yep. So it's going to be more difficult to have it. Uh, mm-hmm. So for some people, it will end in September. So what they've said then, so that's to the end of December, um, but it's actually extended out to the end of March. Yes. So two things happen at the end of December. One, you have to retest again. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they're working quarter by quarter. It's not month by month, but if it does yeah. end up being month by month, you might have to retest each month. Yeah, yeah. But... At the end of September, the main thing that changes is... Um, At the end of December. Yeah. Is the... The payment amount. Payment amount changes again. So, the full-time amount goes from 1200 down to 1000 Yeah. So, it was 1500 yep. then 1200 now, now 1000 1, in March 2021. Correct. Quarter. And then the part-time amount goes from 750 to 650 So, it was mm. 1500 then yeah. it was 750 then it'll be 650 mm. in January, February, and March. Yeah. So they're the biggest changes and you have to still be have a reduction of 30% from the year before. Yeah. So you still need to be showing 30% reductions for each period yeah. that you're going. Now, at the moment, it seems like that's a quarter by quarter basis. seems like if you qualify for um, the September reduction, then you're going to get it October, November, December, and then you retest again, and then it'll be January, February, March. That's what the wording seems like to me. Yeah. But it, who knows? We're it, not sure. It might end up being month by month. Yeah. Um, so just be aware for both cases. But in broadly speaking, if your business is still reduced by 30%, you will still receive JobKeeper. If yep. it hasn't reduced by 30%, you won't receive JobKeeper anymore. Yep. So they're the biggest changes that we've seen um, come out of this JobKeeper 2.0. It means that if your business is still affected, you will still receive JobKeeper. Yeah. If your business is not affected, you will no longer receive JobKeeper. Yeah, so start planning for life without JobKeeper. It is the end of July. Mm-hmm. So the people who may not be able to pass the retest or who, um, yeah, I guess uh, may be able to pass it but will face less payments should start to think about what their business profit is looking like before they're receiving JobKeeper to make sure that things don't need to be changed now. Because you need a bit of lead time <laughs> to make changes in your business. That's right. Yep. Now's the time to make the plan. Um, if you're interested in, in any business planning or recovery mm. planning, get in touch with us. If you're yeah. a client, then you would have received a webinar from us recently discussing that. Um, mm. If you're not already a client and we don't do any compliance work or anything, that's fine. We can still help with business planning. Yeah. Um, get in touch with us. We, we can tell you what, what that looks like and even a, what we need to do. Uh, a more condensed complimentary one. Yeah, which we could offer you. So, 
Um, yeah, uh, I think it's cool um, that they've extended it, but start to plan ahead as you should have been already. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm really also interested, Dan, to see what the budget looks like uh, on October the 6th. Yes. So. Um, I'm also interested to see, because they've said, all right, so the, now the total cost of JobKeeper is going to be $85 billion or whatever, which was the original cost of, <laughs> of JobKeeper. I'm, I'm interested to see in October... Uh, them saying we're revising that it's now sixty billion. <laughs> yeah, it's probably gonna come down. Yeah, it's gonna be it's mm. gonna be interesting. And they've even flaunted possibility of bringing forward the uh, the tax bracket of yeah. forty five thousand to two hundred grand. Yeah, because it's forty five grand. All being thirty two percent instead of that's it thirty seven and thirty seven is moving to forty five. Yeah, and then they're considering keeping the forty five to ninety or thirty seven to ninety as it currently stands. Mm. Um, as the same tax bracket, all the way up to two hundred grand of income. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It's great. It's a pretty big tax big, deduction if big. you're earning above ninety, roughly. Yeah, if you're earning two hundred, it's like four grand or yeah. something like that per yeah. person. So that's something that will probably be announced in that October budget. Um, cool. I'm looking forward, Tim, to do a budget night again. Yeah, I can't wait. Because what we do is we we make some cosmos, we have a couple <laughs> drinks. We get excited and we do a live episode is what we did last year. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. We should do stuff like that more often. We should actually. We should. Be cool. All right, Tim, the next thing we want to have a quick chat about is the New South Wales Small Business Recovery yep. Grant. Yeah. Um, so yep. if you remember uh, previously, we, we've spoken about this, but we also did a bit of a more detailed one about the $10,000 grant. Yeah. And that was for any business who could show a very significant decrease in their business. New South Wales have come out with a second grant, um, which is now available. Um, and the reduction in your revenue is, is quite a bit less. It's, it's in line with JobKeeper. It's 30%. Yes, 30%. Yeah, exactly. So if, if you were in New South Wales and you meet the other eligibility criteria, and there's a number of those we'll go through in a second, yeah. um, you could receive a grant for $3,000 um, yeah. from the New South Wales government. Yep. Now, the first eligibility hurdle before you go any further is you need to be within specific industries. Yeah, so don't even bother before you look at this industry list. This is catching a lot of people out. Mm. Um, so we'll list off some of them, the broader categories. Yep. So, and it's all to do with your ANZ-SIC code, A-N-Z-S-I-C, which you would have chosen one when you registered your ABN. Or yep. Someone chose one for you when they registered your ABN for you. Yeah. So... Um, and you can change this if you, if you feel that it's now wrong. Yep. I've experienced the fact that you can change this. So you can go onto the ABR website and, and update change. it and then yeah. apply. Yep. So there's accommodation and food services. Um, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Um, administrative and support services. But, but these are very specific travel agents and other administrative services that are around events and things like that. Yes. Mm. So you could even look at administrative and support and be like, oh, accountants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, sorry, yep. not accountants. Arts and recreation. Yeah. So that's quite a broad list there, but that also includes like gyms, um, health centers, yep. uh, performing arts, zoological and botanical gardens operation, Dan. Yeah. Museums, casinos. Museum. So, so basically anything that people would go visit. Amusement parks. Yeah. With a big group of people going to visit a place that you can no longer run as well as you were meant to, they're all available. Horse racing. Horse racing. So... Um, same kind of thing, libraries and, and movie theaters. Yeah, libraries and theaters. Uh, yeah. Manufacturing, only three, only three listed here. Basically, <laughs> the important ones. Yeah, uh, only if you manufacture alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so beer, spirit, and wine yeah. manufacturing, um, you can apply. Real estate services. Real estate agents can apply. 
Um, other services. Other services, including hair and beauty, laundry, dry cleaning, personal services, and brothels. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I we guess do. that would have been pretty heavily affected. I know, Tim, strange fun fact, when we started this podcast, there was a small contingent of listeners out there who were there um, adult workers. No, we were if, very popular on the Twitter with them, yeah, weren't we? If you guys still listen, um, <laughs> just so you know, you can apply for this grant. You get 3000 bucks, up to $3,000. Up to 3000 yeah. And we'll go through that more in a second. Retail. Retail. And this is most retails, basically. It's, mm. it's If you have a shop front <laughs> that people come to visit you, potentially, um, potentially you qualify. And there's, there's a big list. We won't go through the whole thing. But, Let's try but, to find any... But it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of different retail businesses that you think would be reduced right now. It even says other personal accessory retailing. Mm. So pharmaceutical retailing, yep. antique. Clothing. Flower. Lots of stuff. So that's quite cool. Transport. Yeah. Air and space. So if you're nice. building rocket, rockets SpaceX. right now, SpaceX. They can get $3,000. $3, yeah. uh, water passenger transport. Sightseeing. Transport. Sightseeing. Education and training. That's an interesting one. But mm. yeah, so a lot of um, educational places, like community mm. colleges, those kind of places. Um, wholesale. But it, it is narrowed down to specific wholesale mm. things. Yeah. Um, which is a funny one that's on kind the list there. Kind of manufacturing. There. Yeah. Um, sort of. Pharmaceutical and toiletry good wholesaling. I would have thought that they would actually be doing really well right now. It's funny to me that yeah, they're on the list. That's true. That's a lot true, of people buying toilet paper and a lot of people... Maybe there's some that are not making the specific type of pharmaceutical. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And obviously, to access this, you need to have seen a 30%. Reduction. Yeah. Reduction. Exactly. The last one that is, is very useful is the professional ph photographic services. Yeah. So, if you're a photographer. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And there's, there are a couple of other criterion. So, if you were on, on that list... Um, you need to actually spend this on mm. certain things. So this is the first thing they say. So you need to have fit out changes and temporary physical changes. For mm -hmm. example, plastic barriers at checkouts, yep. staff training and counseling, business advice and continuity planning. So like a business recovery planning session. That's yep. a good example. Yep. Uh, cleaning products and additional cleaning services, additional equipment necessary to comply with social distancing or other public health measures, mm -hmm. marketing, communications, and advertising. So yep. I think we could all do a bit more of that. And digital solutions like um, e-commerce or business websites, yep. which is awesome. So if you need to build a new online e-commerce website to sell your goods, then this is a grant that can go towards that. Yeah, so it can only be used where no other government support is available mm -hmm. and for purchases from the 1st of July, 2020. So yep. if you made a purchase in June, uh, it's not going to apply to that. It's from five hundred to three thousand dollars. So if you can't come up with an expense that's three thousand dollars, you would apply for less. You actually yeah. do in the in the application form, mm. which I've seen, uh, have to say how much you want. Yeah, so, right. So it defaults to five hundred. You can change it to up to three thousand. So depending if, on how much you're going to spend. If you've had a quote for a website that was super cheap and it was fifteen hundred bucks, then um, you just put down fifteen hundred dollars because you're not spending yeah. any other. Because they will audit this, and yes. if you take three thousand and you only spent fifteen hundred, they're going to want fifteen hundred back. Yep. So it has to be legitimate expenses. Um, so, yeah. So once you're in one of those industries, mm. you have seen a reduction in your revenue of thirty percent, and you've got expenses that fall into any of the ones we just mentioned. Mm. Um, then you can go to the further eligibility tests, which include things like you need to be in business. This is at the at the first yeah. of March as at well. At the first of March, you yeah. need to be in business. You need to be earning more than seventy five thousand dollars a year, mm -hmm. less than twenty full time employees. Um, you're below yeah. the payroll tax threshold. 
Um, and that's essentially the other criteria. Yeah. So it's a pretty good one. I think it's worthwhile looking at, mainly if your business has been affected by COVID and you're on that industry list we read out before, mm -hmm. look at it. Yep. And it's pretty easy to apply for. So check it out. Absolutely look at it. And um, yeah, I, I think the business recovery planning, as we mentioned before, is a great use of that money because this kind of advisory work is not something that maybe was in your budget before, mm. you would have thought about before, but if you can have it paid for you and really help you set up that plan, yeah, then it's a great opportunity for that. And marketing's in that same category. Yeah, um, yeah, true. And if you yeah. can set up a website uh, or at least put it towards setting up a website. Yeah, or so. if, or, and one of the other examples I really liked was, yeah, if you've had to change your shop to, um, to meet the new um, requirements of your business, like putting up like, yeah. protection for your employees with plastic True. shields and cleaning products and all mm. that kind of stuff. This is a very good use for that as like well. Mm. Yeah. That's nice one. All right. Well, that's the end of our main topic today. Thank you everybody for, for listening. Tim though, do you have another thing quickly? Uh, you say yours first because I cannot think of one right now. All right. I'll say mine first. Uh, I read, I don't think I've used this one before. I read a really good book um, well, I, I listened to a really good book that oh. uh, my partner Katrina and I listened to. It is called, oh, let me bring it up here, uh, Life Lessons from a Brain Surgeon. And it's okay. by Dr. Rahul Jandil. Okay. And oh, yes. You were telling me about this book. Yeah. It sounds really good. Yeah. And it's, it was really interesting. He, he's a brain surgeon. So throughout the book, he kind of, um, when he's talking about a specific area of the brain or a specific function of the brain or, or, or whatnot, he often starts that conversation by describing a surgery he did on that part of the brain. Yeah. So he'd, or, or you know, a, a, a disease or something that one of his clients have had um, that affected those things. So if he's talking about sight, he'll talk about the ocular um, nerve and things around the brain and, and all those different parts. Okay. And it was really interesting and I learned some really fun facts and just fascinating to hear how the brain works. And, yeah. And what it does. So, so shout out to that book. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's pretty cool. I think you were even telling me it tells you what you should do to keep your brain healthy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I like it, Dan. Hmm. I wanna I wanna check that book out. You should you should? Although I think I got enough detail from what you told me. Yeah, so. I gave you a good summary. <laughs> Don't think I need to read it now. Nah. <laughs> blinkist. Yeah, blinkist. Danist. Um, uh, I've sort of come up with one here mm -hmm. on the spot, Dan. Yep. And I was going to talk to you about this in private, but mm. we'll talk about it now. Might, might as well air it. Yeah, let's just air the grievance. Yeah. Now, it's not a grievance. Uh, I had this idea driving to work today. Mm. Um, so, and this is probably just one of those things we say we'll make into a segment, which we probably never will. But yep. uh, I was listening to a very good podcast called The Sash, uh, which is about my beloved Essendon Bombers, which had a horrible defeat on the weekend. They just got destroyed by the Western Bulldogs. They've yes. lost six times in a row to them now. And every time we play them, we just look like the worst football team on earth. It's mm. crazy. Look like? We are the worst football <laughs> team on earth. <laughs> so it got me thinking, Dan. Mm. You know, being, I like their podcast because they're a supporter of a team. Mm. They love Essendon. Mm -hmm. But they're more than happy to be the unofficial podcast of the Bombers. Yeah. And talk about the bad things at the club that need to change. Yes. And the reason I like that and the reason I bring this up is... We're very big supporters of Zero, Dan. We really like Zero. <laughs> so you're saying we, you'd say, we should be you know, the unofficial podcast of Zero. I think we should be the unofficial podcast of Zero. We can give ourselves that title. <laughs> because anyone can give themselves that title. And uh, Zero might not like it. I don't know. Mm. Celebrate their wins, which there are many of. Mm. And we often do celebrate. Mm. 
but also celebrate their weaknesses. Not, not celebrate. Not celebrate. Commiserate. 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 And, and just air them. For air instance, them. they need to do some more updates to XPM and work papers. Exactly right, Dan. Mm. I think uh, we all thought that they would happen, mm. but they haven't. So it's about time they do. Mm. So I think it's going to be a very good thing for us to be the unofficial podcast of Zero. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss this off air. We'll I, I think we should be the unofficial podcast of a couple of things. Like we'll, we'll pick in accounting software, we're the unofficial podcast of Zero. Yeah. Okay. But, but in like another category, we'll be the unofficial podcast of another thing that we really like. But you've got to enjoy. remember, like the Sash is really good because every time we win, mm. the Bombers, that is, just like the whole episode is just about. Essendon winning and how good we are. Yeah. And it's just full of confidence. Yeah. Brimming with confidence and joy. Yeah. Which will have but moments w- like that as well. W- when they lose, is the whole podcast also about Essendon but just sadder? Yeah. So especially especially when we've lost like a few games in a row. Mm. Uh, one year they even had a funeral for the Essendon Football Club, <laughs> which was pretty over the top actually. I had to turn it off halfway through because... They were like fake crying and <laughs> and reading eulogies and stuff. <laughs> it was pretty hectic. Well, I um, the only reason I think this is, I wouldn't say not a good idea, <laughs> but but not not usable is that uh, not every episode is about zero. No, it's not exactly. Yeah. So I, I'd say only a few episodes are actually about using the product. Although we mention them almost every episode. Maybe we could just do an odd episode every now and then in a series uh, called Unofficial, Unofficial Zero Podcast. Unofficial Zero Podcast. <laughs> like, that's, that's, a, that's the idea. Come up with a kooky name. And, You've got it. And we'll yeah. be the Unofficial Podcast. Yeah. Um, discussing Zero Matters. Uh, I don't give zero Fs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's just, awesome. Just came up with that. Oh, Brilliant. What about from zero to a hundred? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, nah, I don't give zero Fs. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, two drunk podcast at gmail.com, at two drunk accountants on Instagram and Facebook, at two drunk podcast at, on Twitter. And uh, yeah, send us through your questions, send us through topic ideas, anything you want to hear from us, let us know. And we will calculate. Bye.